0: for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's The Melting Pat, and it starts right now. You're to The Melting Pat. Here's your host, Pat Choskin.
1: Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show, The Melting Pat, The Next Level Network. Hope you are well Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm I'm okay, you know. My back hurts, but that's gonna happen, and uh, everything else is uh, is fine. I feel better than I did probably uh, 48 hours ago. So we're all good. All good on the old front. Uh, no video for the patrons this week. Sorry, sorry, but uh, we might have to do this in uh, in pieces. So it might sound a bit different. But uh, we do. We're here. We're doing the thing as best we can today on the show. We'll have music from here now. Or here slash now that is. I think it's just you say it as here now. I hope so. Anyway, um, we'll talk about a retail theft thing that I saw on was it Reddit or Twitter? I don't remember. Um, there is also uh, and am I the a hole from Reddit that I want to get into? Because man, oh boy, it is. It's uh, office drama and it's about K cups. So there you go. Uh, also, AI wrote an episode of this show and I'm going to try to produce it for you at the end of the program today. Also, we may hear from the captain, so we will uh, we'll insert his uh, his update if we get it at the end of the show as well. So there we go. We good? Sorry, I think I just cracked my knuckles into the microphone. I'm very sorry about that. Um, but I it just had a weird... I just had to... I didn't really crack my knuckle. I just kind of, you know, I don't know, cracked my hand or something, but it, it feels better now. It was feeling not great, and now it feels okay. So... We're doing fine. This is a, this would be a good time for video, wouldn't it? But um, like I said, not today. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to let you down on that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, oh, by the way, apropos of nothing, I just want to mention this. So a few months ago, I think November, I played a song from a band called The Aliso, thinking that because I went through my messages and saw like, oh, wait a minute, this band... Um, they sent me. You met like I sent them a message like, "Can I play your stuff?" Like three or four years ago, and they said, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." And I I didn't recognize the name, and I looked at my list of bands that I played, and they weren't on there. So I played a song thinking that I had just missed their message or ignored them or whatever. Uh, but it turns out that I did play them, although at the time the band was called Sincerely Me. Yeah, and I remember making that exact joke at the time. I just didn't. I didn't put it together that they had changed their name. From sincerely me to the Aliso. Uh, but anyway, then we got uh, another tune, another uh, band to add to the file there. So I think uh, I think we all made out okay. I really think we did. Um, also, the weekend was a bit of a mix. I um, yeah had a migraine Saturday. I didn't go to the family dinner. Like I was showered and dressed and ready to go, and then my head just started pounding, and I'm like, I. I cannot go to a thing with uh, with a bunch of people running around and all that. And I so I didn't go. And it's wild because I feel like five years ago or so, I would have just gone. Like I would have said, you know what, forget, I'll be fine. I'll be all right. And I would have gone and been miserable. But I really think that, you know, for all the bad things that have happened in the last three years, one thing it has taught us or taught me, I should say, is, yeah, you got to... I said this before, you got to stay home when you don't feel well. Like you have to take care of yourself. And it's crazy that a global pandemic is what it took to really sink that in. But um, yeah, you got to take care of yourself when you're not feeling 100%. Even if it's just a little thing, um, don't go out. All right. So don't do that. So I stayed home, got some rest on Saturday. Many thanks to, uh, to my smoking hot wife for taking the boy and they had a great time. So it ended up being great. And then Sunday, many thanks to Jen and the crew for watching the boy. So Jill and I could go out. To uh, I'll shout him out. El Maison was the name of the restaurant. It's a local place around here. Uh, Latin American cuisine. The place is great. It's a little loud. Music's a little loud, but uh, you know I'm. I feel like I'm more sensitive to that than most people, right? So maybe maybe you go in there, and go. Oh, it's not. It's not that bad. But I am. Uh, I feel like it's more based on things that I've dealt with. <laughs> I'm more uh, more in tune to that and and more sensitive to it. But anyway, the food was great atmosphere was great. Um, we, uh, the, the waitress didn't really speak a lot of English. The food was goddamn delicious. So if you're around, come on over and, uh, and we'll walk over to the restaurant with you and hopefully, uh, bring someone who speaks a little bit of Spanish just in case. We made it okay. We did it all right. Um, it was funny at the end of the, (laughs) so at the end she puts it out on the, the waitress comes back and, and translated on her phone, uh, something about the tip. Like, translated from Spanish to English. And Jill was like, we were like, yes, of course. Great. Awesome. Stabien. Wonderful. Uh, so yeah, I'll shout him out again. El Meson. Am I saying that right? M E S O N. Uh, really good stuff. Really just wonderful food. People were great. Everything was great. A little expensive, but it was delicious. I got rice and beans and steak. It was great. And she got some, I don't know, some seafood or something like that. She, uh, she likes seafood. It's not really my bag, but, um, Not my bag, baby. Sorry. Uh, So we had a great time. So again, shout out to Jen and the crew for watching the boy for us so we could go out and do the thing. Uh, First, like, date we've been on probably since right before the world shut down because we went to the steakhouse, which is not far from us. Uh, What's it? I don't remember the name of the place. We're going to go there on my birthday, though, Um, or around my birthday. So I don't remember, but that was like three or four days before, or maybe like a week before the, uh, you know, COVID really hit. And they were like, Hey, everything's going to close for a bit. And then, you know, all the things happened that happened. And so yeah, our first date in like three years. So there you go. Had a great time. So there you go. That's me. That's what's up with me. Those are the little updates from, from Pat land. Uh, I'm okay now. I feel okay. Thank you for asking. I got to do some more stretching, get it loose a little bit and, uh, and see where we are there. But overall I'm doing okay. Thank you very much. So, we got a song to play. This is new. came out last week. Our friends Here Now, they're local, right? They're Philly guys, aren't they? I hope, right? Anyway, you can find more from them at herenow.bandcamp.com. Uh, this song is tremendous. I love it. And I hope you enjoy it as well. It is their their latest. Now it is the band's latest song. <laughs> now it is their latest song. There we go. Managed to get that out. I uh, I need a beverage. But anyway... Here now is the name of the band that's here slash now I'm pretty I don't think you say the slash but uh here now oh, Jesus Pat just play the song and put us out of our misery for this segment. You're right. You are right. Again, here now.bandcamp.com. The song is Partial Permanent. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back.
0: Is this me?
1: There you have it. Our friends here now with their latest, partial, permanent, the melting path, the next level network, local boys. I didn't look it up. I should have when I was listening to the song. I think they're Philly guys, right? Do they live across the street? Probably not. I think I would have heard them practicing. I live in a it's a very noisy area. Anyway, <laughs> here now dot bit. What is, damn it? What is it? Um, here now dot dot com again. Partial permanent. The name of the latest song that is available now, go get the thing. Tell him it's a, that's out of robotic. I'm sorry, that was <laughs> anyway. Tell him I sent you, and they'll go that guy? I don't remember him, and that that's how it'll go. That'll be fine. Was that anywhere close to what the song sounded like I don't know, as my chin hits the microphone. Partial permanent here now band here now brown cow <laughs> There you go. All right. Oh boy, packing home with the show. You are, you're not having a great time right You're right. I'm not. My head hurts. I'm doing fine though. I'll be all right. Probably. Right. Maybe. All right. Let's, um, let's do this. So I saw this the other day on, I don't know, Twitter or Reddit or something. And it was, I don't know, some shared of like, oh, that's good. That's good for the employee that they did this. So I watched the video and I'm not going to share it. Cause I don't want to amplify that nonsense, but I'll instead just talk about it on this show that no one listens to. So, <laughs> so I saw this woman in a store, an employee was, um, I just killed a fly on my face. There you go again. This would be a good week for video. I'm cracking my knuckles. I'm killing bugs on my face. Ridiculous. Um, You'll just have to trust me that it was right on my nose, and I just like scratched my nose, and there it was in my hand. So there you go. Anyway, shoplifting, everyone. Not even no. You know what? Potential shoplifting. So an employee was in a store and like made the lady empty her purse, and then the lady tries to walk away. Whether she was stealing, trying to steal something or not, I don't really care. Honestly, that's the you know jaded retail worker in me, but also that's just the regular like. The way that the employee reacted was 100% inappropriate because she like grabbed her arm and tried to like rip her purse out of her hand and was like restraining the woman. And the employee was probably in her, I don't know, mid 20s. And I want to say the customer was two decades older than that, at least, maybe older. And so the optics are bad right there. And like the woman, you could tell the employee, and I, all right, maybe I didn't watch the whole thing. Maybe there was another or no someone shared a separate incident of this employee doing this to someone else like trying to physically acc- like physically accosting them in the store cuz she thought they were stealing now if you're at work and you think someone is stealing that's there are ways to go about you know handling the situation the way to not what to not yeah what not to do is physically grab them or confront them in any way because you're not, but you just we're trained. I worked at four different stores, and at each one, they all made a point specifically to say, if someone is shoplifting, if you think someone's shoplifting, if you see someone grab something off the shelf and try to hide it, let's, let let a, su- a supervisor, manager, whoever know, call them all security. If there's a loss prevention person, uh, which we didn't have, but if there was, like let them know they will handle it. Because number one. You don't know if that person is carrying something, a weapon of any kind, or if they're just going to lash out and hit you anyway, like with their hands or whatever, right? Or with a thing in their hand, right? So you don't know what they're going to, how they're going to react. And the second reason is the store has insurance for these things. So they know, they understand that, you know, they preach like, oh, every customer, every time, so they don't steal stuff, but they understand that they're going to have some losses, right and so they pay for that like they have that money they're kind of already in a way losing that money by paying for the insurance but in a way it comes back to them anyway because yeah all right so basically in that mess what i mean to say is that the company plans for this the company plans for things to go missing things that disappear right things to break whatever for they plan for not everything in the store to be sold let's put it that way and what it comes down to in certain situ in most situations is that it's cheaper for the store to do that, to pay for that insurance than or just like let the merchandise go than to pay for your potential lawsuit. If you like the customer says, Oh, you attacked me. That's a lawsuit for the company. That's expensive. And if you get hurt while doing this, that's workman's comp that they definitely don't want to pay. And so it's cheaper for these insurance policies to pay out or, or to whatever they do. Um, it's cheaper for the company to do that than to deal with the ramifications of you trying to be a superhero and save that $7 thing or whatever that someone's trying to steal. What, however expensive it is, doesn't matter. But this woman in this video, this employee, was like physically restraining this older woman, trying to get her purse out of her hands and grabbing her. Like, things that you should, like, if you saw this, you would want to go break it up because you think, like, this woman's being attacked like these two people un- unrelated unknown to each other uh, one of them is attacking the other one and you someone should uh sort of step in and and you know stop it somehow but for some reason the fact that it's an employee at a store and a potential shoplifter that makes it okay in a lot of people's minds and I'm reading some of these comments just to see you know because sometimes people will offer context down in the messy comments but um there were far too many of them that said well, great job by the employee. Like, she did a great thing. She should do that. And people are like, no, dude, like, you haven't and people explaining. And I can guarantee you that many of the people who were praising this employee for doing this, for physically assaulting, uh, for committing battery against this customer, have never worked in that space. And their only thought about it is, well, they have to protect the merchandise so that, uh, you know, so they can keep the store open. Right. And yes, on on a, on a deep level that I guess that's true. But again, these companies have insurance for this stuff because they know it's going to happen. So really what's happening here is the employee is not, you know, standing up and protecting store policy or whatever. The employee is, is specifically explicitly breaking store policy, store procedures, and, you know, breaking the law as well. Like you're committing battery against the person because that person in the, that, that customer who like, Put the thing in their jacket or their purse and is still in the store, has not yet committed a crime. But you, as the employee who is now grabbing that customer's purse and ripping her arm around and all that, you have now committed a crime. And if I say, if I'm the customer in this situation, and I say, if they think I they think they saw me steal something and they stop me and say, you know, empty your things, then that's I mean, I didn't steal anything, so no, and you're not a cop, so no. And even if you were, come back with a warrant and then we'll talk. But I, you know, if this happens, if this had happened to me, no, if, if you grab my arm because you think I stole something, I'm suing the hell out of your store, that's for sure. I am pressing charges. You just, you just committed battery in a public place with 100 witnesses, and you think you're going to get off? No, you're going to get fired, as you should, because you committed battery against the customer for no reason, over what? A ten dollar thing, a twenty, a thirty dollar thing, whatever it is, and it was just insane to see so many people saying like, "Yeah, great job with the employee. Like she should do that. That's this is what should happen." And no, that is not what should happen because you're told when you're hired, when you're trained at these places, to not do that. Sorry, I just moved. I totally moved my self here just to be more comfortable. Hold on, I just kind of I had to adjust and move myself. Now I think I'm doing better. So you're told when you're hired at these places specifically, and again, I've worked at four different places. Do not, if there is a a potential shoplifter you see, let someone know, we will handle it. Call mall security, they will handle it. You are under no circumstances permitted or should you, you know, try to physically accost the customer who you think is shoplifting. Because again, they have not committed a crime. But the second you lay a hand on someone, or you know, put that down, or I'm gonna, you know, whatever, you know, issue a threat or something like that, you have committed a crime. And again, the company is only gonna go so far for you. But as soon as you kind of get involved, they're done. Like that's it. This and I watched the video, and the conclusion that I came to, having been in that space for so long and at many different places. I mean, so long, relatively speaking, but. Uh, you know, I spent four or five years in retail doing various things. And the conclusion I came to was that this is grounds for termination at the very least from the, for the employee and possibly a civil suit from the customer, which I, if I was a customer, I would do that. Absolutely. Because even if, say I, I did grab something or whatever, right? I have not yet committed a crime. Like am I intending that, let's say, okay, am I intending to steal this thing? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm just walking around with it, deciding if I want to buy it. All you know as the employee, all this employee knows is what she thinks she saw. And her reaction was terrible. And the fact that people are like, yes, they should do this. And like, oh, if she, uh, if she does, if she just lets it go, then she's going to lose her job. Like, no, the company has insurance. That's the idea. And you would know that if you weren't an idiot. And you would know that the company, like, if, if, it's a lot of times, and I'm going to, this is going in the next newsletter, by the way, is that people, will just spout off on things that they don't know about. And it's a big thing with everybody having access and and being able to uh, spew their thoughts at any time, yes, like I'm doing right now, um, <laughs> is that a lot of people will just say, they'll log in. I say this all the time. They will log in and just say anything. And they'll think they know because they heard it from someone, or they think they know because they saw something somewhere. And they'll just roll with that and never change that belief and change their mind and never uh, expand their knowledge base at all on the topic. They'll just go with one thing they learned or heard from someone one time and just roll with it. And no matter how dumb they sound, they're going to they're gonna just do it. And it's, just re- it's disheartening, really, that one, so many people are siding with the corporation. That's the first disappointing thing. And two, they're condoning literal battery in public over, you know, a piece of merchandise that is already basically insured by the company. At least it should be if the company is worth anything, or if they know anything about anything, then they will be insured for certain figures of loss, right? That's how they. That's how you run a business. You have to be prepared that things are going to walk away, whether they break, whether they're stolen, whether somebody comes in and it just vanishes in the middle of the night because a wizard came in and did it, whatever the case might be. I don't think there's a wizard clause in the uh, in the store contract, but stores have insurance for this kind of stuff, and that's why we're told, "Hey, hey, person making you know eight, nine, ten dollars an hour, if you're lucky, don't get involved with a shoplifter because if you get hurt, it's cheaper for us to fire you. And also, if you get involved with a shoplifter, that's a crime, and they can sue you and sue the store. And we're not dealing with that because of you, so we're going to settle with them and fire you because you did exactly what we told you not to do. And I don't know if this person got fired from the store. If I was running that store, she would have been fired immediately because you did exactly what you were... Well, I guess, could you fire... Here's my question. I keep having questions for everybody. Someone who has been in a management position in retail. I know some people in my orbit have. I don't know if you listen to the show, but someone who has been in a in a position to be able to say who stays and who goes for your employee. like If you do hiring and firing, if you're able to do that, if you have a situation like this where the woman thinks someone has stolen something and physically accosts them to get the item back, are you able to say, go to them on the floor and say, nope, get out, you're done, you're not coming back? Is that a real thing that can happen Or is there some process you have to go through with your HR, your corporate people, whoever? Like, is there, do you as the store manager, whoever is in charge at the time, do you have the authority to say to this person, you just did this thing you were specifically told not to do. You're being let go right now. Go home and don't come back. Are you able to do that? Or is there a process you have to follow to do that? Because if if I'm in charge... And if I have the authority to say, no, don't come back, I want to know if I, not that I'll ever find myself in this situation, but I would just want to know if I have the authority, can I make that decision right there on the spot? Because in this case, I think I would have. Because this person, and someone showed another video, this person did this before. And the fact that you did this more than once and still work at this job is, is very concerning to me for that company, whatever company it is, I don't know what it was but I, I should know so I don't shop there. Because if that's how you treat people who may or may not have done something wrong, like if you're willing to go that far for what, like a bottle of perfume or whatever, I don't want, I don't want to be near you in that environment. Because I don't want to know whatever you think you see me do that you think you then have a license to attack me. And it really bothered me so many people who were okay with that who don't know, number one, how the retail store policies work. And I can almost guarantee you that every store you walk into has that same policy or a version of it where it says, hey, employees, don't touch the people because then they can sue us and that's a problem. Uh, And also they don't know how battery laws work because, again, the potential shoplifter has not yet committed a crime as long as they're still on the premises. So yes, intent to, uh, to shoplift, sure, fine. But they have not committed the act of shoplifting or stealing because they're still in the store. But by you grabbing their arm and physically going through their stuff, you have committed a crime. And it bothers me that so many people who don't know nothing about nothing are going off and going, "Yeah, she should good for them." Like, no, that's not how the real world works. Like, you see these videos or whatever, and you hear a story from somebody, like, "Oh yeah, that must be how it works." Like, no. That is not how the real world works. What do they say on, the, on Twitter or wherever? Go touch grass. I think that's the lesson here. Um, really just learn how things work before you start spouting off about your nonsense. Because not a lot of things... I don't know. There's no room for nuance on the internet, I guess. And that's a problem because people just think they know everything and they just go off on all kinds of stuff. It's like nothing you said is either is even close to being accurate. And so maybe just take a seat. And let us handle this. let us talk about why you're why what you're saying is wrong because you're just ignorant of what really goes on and what really is the problem. so there we go, all right, I think we're good, so I get yeah, I saw a video of an employee physically uh basically attacking a customer over something that they thought they saw them steal, and uh way too many people I saw were happy uh were siding with the employee siding with the store when uh You know, stores have insurance for that, and uh, that employee committed a crime. And if I was that customer, I'd sue the hell out of you for sure. No question. So, yeah, if you work in retail, let me know if you're able to fire someone right away for something like that. And um, if you see somebody shoplifting or maybe potentially shoplifting, follow the chain of command and uh, don't attack someone in the store. How about that? All right, we good? Great. That was a long segment, I feel. Or maybe these two things are together. I don't know. But uh, we're going to take a break. we got a thing coming up. What are we doing next? Ooh, the K-Cup thing from the office, The uh, from the office, from uh, <laughs> from Reddit. So we'll do that. Am I the a-hole? Not me, but the other, the person. All right, we'll do that next. All right, that was fun. That was a lot. I did not expect to really go down that hole. Actually, you know what? I was going to say I didn't expect to do that a whole thing. But I did. I mapped that out how I thought it would go. And, um, I think I hit all the things I wanted to hit on that one. So yeah, don't, uh, don't physically accost the customer. If you think they're stealing something, there are procedures in place for a reason. Uh, you're going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to lose money. You're probably gonna lose your job. So there you go. That's summarized the last 10 minutes of the show (laughs) in a couple of sentences. There it is with that too long, didn't listen version. There you go with that. So here's the next thing. I saw this, this was going to go on last week. And then I, Spend a lot of time on the rest of the best wrestler thing, um, which will change probably. It probably has changed since then. Anyway, not what we're going to stick on, but I saw this on Reddit. Am I the a hole? Uh, it's about K cups in the office, K cups for the office, Keurig, K cups for the office. So I work in an office setting, and in my wing of the office, there is a Keurig that somebody brought in. Next to the Keurig are a list of rules pertaining to its use. Everyone in the office contributes to supplies for the Keurig cups, creamer, etc. I do not use the Keurig at all. I buy or make iced coffee at home. Ooh, no, that's <laughs> good for you. Uh, and, and so I do not contribute. Last week, I got a lengthy, passive-aggressive email from one of my coworkers about how, how not everyone in the office is purchasing supplies for the Keurig when they should be. It kind of irks me because I don't use the Keurig at all, but I decided to contribute anyway to be nice. I got a whole box of seasonal cake-ups from my mother-in-law during the fall and before Christmas time, pumpkin spice, peppermint, gingerbread, et cetera. I normally don't drink these flavors, so I figured that I would contribute. They don't expire until fall 2023 anyway. So I put them in a large Ziploc bag and put them in the organizer where they, we keep all the K-Cups. Then I got an email from my coworker about how she prefers that we buy new K-Cup boxes to contribute to the Keurig and that the office doesn't need someone's expired leftovers. She then passes by my desk and dumps all the K-Cups that I brought back onto my desk and says, I know it was probably convenient for you to bring your leftovers from home, but we need new supplies for the Keurig, not used. Please be more considerate next time. I did not say anything because I was so embarrassed. Am I the a-hole? Oh my God. I, like, as a guy who's dealt with plenty of office drama, holy what on earth? Who? Okay. First of all, let's get this out of the way. Reddit has already ruled on this. They've already said not the And I agree, you're not the a-hole person who sent this in. Um I I assume these are all adults. I assume this person is is an adult working in an office with other adults. So let's just say for the sake of argument these people are all in their 30s and 40s, right? It's uh, I hate this coworker. I I I hate this person. I don't know them. I hate them. This is such. It's one thing to be a passive aggressive and send the email, right? Send not only send the email that says, "Hey, every, not everyone's contributing," but then when they do contribute, you send another email because they didn't contribute in the way you wanted them to. So this coworker is already in the red, right? So then. Like you already read from the first email, and then you send another email, like just being an a- saying, Oh, well, you know, we want new supplies for the Keurig, not expired leftovers. When they weren't expired, which you can clearly see, and it's not really leftovers, if it's just something that's going to go to waste, right? Leftovers would be like, Oh, I had a party and somebody brought these or whatever. Do people still bring, bring K cups to a party? I don't know. I don't, I, anyway. Um, so I was like, oh, I wasn't going to use these. They were just going to go to waste. Why don't I put them in the office where people use the Keurig and drink coffee and tea and stuff so they don't go to waste? And I don't understand. I don't Maybe <laughs> it's going to out something about myself, but maybe it's because it didn't come from money and I didn't... like we Like when something... We didn't always go out and buy new stuff. And I still have that kind of now. We're like, no, I don't need to buy a new thing. I have stuff that I can use right here. Right? And so maybe... You know, people who um people that have more money than me will always be in the mind of like, no, we need the new thing because this old stuff is yeah, like they think it's gross because it it's not brand new wrapped up in a box. And I don't understand that mindset. But again, maybe you look Poe. Maybe that's it. Um, so I I just I don't know. I get, you know, people come from different backgrounds and whatnot, and it's sure fine. That doesn't give you an excuse to be a d- <laughs> right? I like I just To send another email, like the first email, you're already a piece of right? The second email is worse. And then to really hammer home what a horrible person you are, you walk by this person's desk with all the cups that they brought because you said everyone has to contribute to the Keurig even though they don't use it. You said that. You sent an email, two emails about this, that we need to contribute, right? So they did. They followed your direction. Your, they uh, adhered to your request. And then you come over with their things that they gave and you dump the K cups that they brought at your request. I want this to be very clear. This coworker, passive aggressively, passively aggressiveness, I don't know how to make that uh, an adverb, but I, I really should, shouldn't I? <laughs> But the fact that this coworker was so passive aggressive and like such a piece of about these K-Cups, like, no, they have to be like, everyone has to contribute. Okay, I did because you said so. And then, no, no, not like that. Like, what is wrong with you? And then you come over. It's not enough to send another email to like blast this person in public on on an email thread at work, but then to go over and humiliate them by dumping their K-Cups on the desk. By saying, no, I'm sorry, it was convenient for you to bring your leftovers. We need new supplies. First of all, why? Why do you need new supplies? It's not like the stuff is expired. It doesn't expire for six months. So it's not like no one's going to drink it, right? It's like, listen, I don't really drink like tea or coffee. But if if I go over there and I see a pumpkin spice thing, I'm going to drink it. I love pumpkin spice. It's great. You know this. It's been all over my show the whole time. I love it. I don't care. If you gave me, if you walked in here right now, if Jill came in this door right now with a pumpkin spice milkshake or whatever, I would do unspeakable things to her. That that sounds, uh, Pat, you're doing this on International Women's Day. Yes. Yes, I am. I love my wife. And I would love her even more in that moment if she brought me pumpkin spice right now. That'd be great. I know it's March. Anyway, sorry, Mom. (laughs) Anyway, the point is the idea that this stuff that's not expired is just not going to be used otherwise is insufficient for the office Keurig. When again, this person does not use the Keurig, they don't use it. So, why do they have to put it? Why do they have to put in money? Like, why do you want this person to go spend money on a thing for the office that they do not use? That makes no sense. And then to shame them publicly, three times with two emails, and then dumping the K cups on their desk, is disgusting. Why? In what? You like? What kind of high school is that? I don't understand. And I like I've dealt with some stuff in office, like some some nonsense. I've talked about it on this show, and or at least on the Patreon maybe. But anyway, if you know, you know. Let me put it that way. So nothing that I've read in this story is big enough to warrant the reaction from the co-worker. If you don't use it, you shouldn't have to buy supplies for it. And that behavior has zero place in, an, in a professional setting. And there's zero place in any setting, but especially in an office setting. And I just like, I mean, HR would have had those emails immediately. They would have had an account of the dumping on the desk immediately. And yeah, that person would be, that co-worker will be written up for sure. i be like, listen, this is, Bullying, this is harassment. This is, you know, whatever other words, whatever other terms you can use to describe what happened here is like this person, this, what this person did to me is not okay. And now I feel uncomfortable coming to work and I feel embarrassed because I, I adhered to this person's request and they said, nope, that's not good enough and shamed me again in an email and then in person because what I brought in was not good enough. And I I don't, I just, I feel okay. Hold on. Let me collect my thought here. Hold on. Maybe we're gonna cut that out. No, I, I just, I had a whole thing, and I, it just, it wasn't gonna work. But I, I just don't understand why an adult thought it would be a good idea. Number one, to shame everyone into buying supplies for a Keurig when they don't use it, and then be mad that someone didn't go out and buy new things. For the Keurig. if you want a certain tea or coffee with a curry, go f- buy it yourself, and don't shame your coworkers into, don't bully your coworkers into that, and certainly don't go and dump the stuff back on their desk. Like that would have been that's a write up immediately. Again, I don't work in HR, but that's a write up. That's a that's workplace. That's workplace violence, you know, to the letter. I just did a training on that not too long ago. That's workplace violence right there. The threatening emails, the the condescending, passive aggressive (laughs) emails, and then physically dumping the stuff on your desk, and again with a snide comment, like that's workplace, that's bullying in the workplace. And so no, redditor, you are not, (laughs) not even close. And um, I I hope this person at at the very least got reprimanded in some way. I don't think this is a fireable offense, but uh, I hope this person, this coworker. Was reprimanded in some way, shape, or form for their uh, for their conduct because that is some right there. So no, absolutely not the a hole. Um, not everyone uses the Keurig, but you decided to be a jerk about it to the person who brought in stuff, even though they don't use the Keurig. I don't understand. I I just just the level of, I don't even know. I I don't even know what the word is, what the term is, but the that there, that you thought that reaction was okay. Let, maybe that's it. That, that that an adult thought that sending a second email and then dumping the stuff on your desk, that you thought that was an acceptable response to what this person did at your request. They followed your directions. And then you decided it wasn't good enough. And then to react that way. As an adult, I don't understand it. I would not want to work with that person ever again. Like, no, you you bullied me, you harassed me, and you know, once everyone else finds out what happened, which I'm sure they did, um, I wouldn't want to work with you. If we got to do a team project, no, I don't want to work with you. I don't care. Figure it out yourself. I'm not helping you. I'd never buy anything for that Keurig ever again. Anybody. You want it, buy it yourself. That is such a bunch of sh- Oh man, but no. Redditor. Not th- Absolutely not. All right. Man, that got me worked up. Man, the dumb people with the shoplifter, potential shoplifter, the employee attacking a customer, and then we got this, <laughs> dumping stuff and being a piece of, <laughs> my goodness, we're going off today. All right. Well, fortunately for you, if you didn't like anything I talked about today, <laughs> that's it for me, because we have the captain, which we're going to do right at the end of the show. But before we get there, I want to share with you I mentioned a few weeks ago on Twitter, I guess. I said, hey, do you think that AI, artificial intelligence, not Alan Iverson, um, artificial intelligence, do you think that an AI bot, like a chat bot, could produce a better episode of the show than I do? And a couple of fans, very nice of you, thank you, um, said, no, no way. They couldn't do it. It wouldn't be better than your show. So I decided, hey, let's find out. Let's see. I just want to find out. I just wanted to know. So I asked an AI ch- uh, chat, whatever it is, GPT or whatever it is. I asked the AI bot. I uh, well, first I said, I just typed in, "Can you um, write an episode of the Melty Pat?" And then it thought I meant Melting Pot, you know, because that's what happens. Gave me a cooking show, which actually seemed pretty funny, uh, seemed pretty good. And then I said, "No, no, Melting Pat." And then it gave me another uh, show episode about cooking. And then I said, "No, no, the show is not about food." And then it came up with an episode about different types of cultures, different cultures, again, melting pot. So I'm like, no, no, the show is not about cultures either. And then the bot gave me an episode about actual melting, which was kind of fun. So I think I'm going to go look at that again and, uh, and see. So then I pasted the description of the show, which you can see in your little app there. And I said, hey, write an episode based on this description of my show. So we're going to do that for you now. And I wonder, I'm curious to see what I'm going to be able to put in here At the end of uh, for the last sound effect. So here we go. Oh, by the way, I'm going to read this exactly as it's written. So uh, if it's not exactly, if it's not quite what I would say, that's why this is exactly what AI suggested I do for the show. Okay, here we go. Hey there, and welcome to the Melting Pat Podcast. I'm your host, Pat. And on this show, we explore a little bit of everything from taking your questions and answering them to navigating parenthood, yelling about sports and even sharing some awesome music by independent bands from around the world. And of course, we always crack open a cold one while we're at it. Now, as you may know, I've been working on improving my reading out loud skills. So for today's episode, I thought we could start by taking some of your questions and practicing reading them out loud. What do you say? Ah, here's one. Hey, Pat, what is your favorite thing to grill during the summer? Well, that's a great question. Personally, I love grilling burgers and hot dogs, but I also like to mix it up with some grilled veggies like zucchini or bell peppers. What about you, folks? What's your favorite thing to grill? Let me know in the comments. All right, let's move on to our next segment navigating parenthood. As a dad myself, I know how challenging it can be to raise kids, especially during a pandemic but one thing that's helped me is finding some fun and creative activities to do with them. Recently, we made a homemade bird feeder using some materials we had lying around the house. It was a great way to spend time together and teach my kids about nature. (laughs) Speaking of spending time together, let's talk about sports. Now, I know some of you might not be big sports fans, but for those of us who are, it's been a wild year so far. The Olympics, the NBA playoffs, and the Euro Cup have all provided some great moments of excitement and drama. Personally, I've been rooting for my hometown team, the Chicago Cubs, even though they've been struggling this season. And finally, let's end things on a high note by sharing some awesome music by independent bands from around the world. Today, we're featuring a band called the Electric Gypsies, who hail from Australia. Their new single, Electric Love, is a rockin' tune that's sure to get your feet moving. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Melting Pat Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to join us next time for more fun and games. Until then, keep on melting. That's good, right? Does that work? Is that fun? Also, uh, all right, a couple things. First of all, I know it sounded like I was reading. I'm not very good at... I'm not an actor. Let me put it that way. Um, I thought it was pretty accurate. I think the, uh, the chat model... Yeah, I think the thing is limited knowledge after like 2021 or so. So that's why we had, you know, Olympics and playoffs and Euro cup and all that. Um, I thought that was fun. I liked that. I thought I was from Chicago. I don't know. Maybe it's just random Like sports cubs. Yeah, all right, great. Uh, I don't think I've ever grilled vegetables in my life. I don't even own a grill. I've never really grilled anything, uh, like outdoors on a real grill. I used to spend time on the foreman. We know that. Um, I just love that it, it took little things from my description and really fleshed them out. Like the reading out loud, that was fun. And then a the question about parenting and all that. Like I was, I didn't think it was very, it was inaccurate. I thought it was fun. Um, I love that it put in sounded like crowd directions for or like stage directions for sound effects, which I put in. And I'm very interested to what I'm going to find for uh, the electric gypsies who hail from Australia. Yeah, is that a real band, by the way? I don't know, but I thought it was fun. And finally, though, do do we like keep on melting? Should we use that for the show? I mean, you know, Crapo, but a Bit of Coleman's great. Like, it's my thing. I got it, my friend Amy got it on a t shirt for me. It's great. I love it. But do we love keep on melting like as a catchphrase as a thing? Do we? Should we? Should we? Uh, <laughs> should we try to work that into the show somehow? I wonder if uh, I wonder if we should do that. Should we try? I mean, it sounded—I I know I, I read it like a, you know, like a radio, like hey, keep on melting, like a weird radio guy. But let me know if you also, if you take the description of my show, or if you take a description of anything, and you'd like me to make an episode out of it and and read it out and um kind of produce it as a little segment. Let me know. Ever at the Melty Pat, um, if you want me to try that again and see if we can get a different uh, set of set of segments. Let me know. And let me know if we like keep on melting. Do we like that? Is that a thing we should try to keep doing? All right, so things I wanted to let me know. Okay, that's going to be fun to put together with all the sound effects and whatnot. I'm looking forward to it. I know it's more work, but I'm looking forward to it all the same. It's going to be fun. Speaking of more work, that was a good time. It's going to be a good time tomorrow when I get to edit this, or Friday, I don't know um speaking of more work if the captain is here we will hear him talk about the flyers and then again that's more work for me but in a good way because uh i love when the captain drops by and lets us know what's going on with the fly guys and maybe he'll have something to say about the gm and uh and his comments or or how the team is uh is not great i don't know if he's there then we'll hear all that if not then um the team's not great and the gm doesn't seem to care So maybe that's – there's your little update from me, and now we'll turn it over to the professional. So, good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away.
2: Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers update. Yeah. woo Guys, I am back. And it's a bit dreary at this point in the Flyers season. Although the end is nigh, don't bring out your dead just yet. The Flyers, there is hope for some in the future, optimism, light at the end of the tunnel, look to the east on the third day type of optimism. For those that get that reference, let me tell you what I mean after this recap. So the Flyers ended up winning 3-1 to one on Sunday versus the Red Wings at home. They ended up taking on Tampa Bay in Florida on Tuesday, losing that game Five to two. Then Thursday, they're going to head to Carolina, taking on the Hurricanes on Thursday. Then Saturday, they're heading over to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins, following it up the rest of that with a game against the Golden Knights on Tuesday at home. So why am I optimistic? Why am I looking ahead? Why as the Flyers are racing towards the bottom of the standings? Is there some glimmer of hope? Let's talk about it. So, the Flyers obviously didn't do much at the trade deadline. <laughs> Chuck Fletcher got roar,
0: oh, roar,
2: I can barely contain the anger, but Chuck Fletcher deservedly so got a lot of flack for not making things happen. He waited till the last minute and then threw his hands up in the air and said, Oh, I don't know. Nobody wanted this player or that player. That is just poor management of a team. Me, personally, I hope this is the end of the tenure for Chuck Fletcher. He seems to not understand what value is, not understanding when to get draft picks, when to build the bench, when to move on from players, how to even interact, honestly, with the other teams to try to figure out how to make this team better. John Tortorella, on the other hand, seems to have a clear vision, seems to know what's going on. So I believe, I believe in my heart of hearts that the Flyers should now should move on from Chuck Fledger, keeping John Torella in his spot. Let's see what happens. But not all is lost. So the Flyers can end the season, honestly, with a chance at the first overall draft pick, depending on how they end up in the standings. There is a generational talent coming out in Bedard. I mean, this kid can honestly play. I mean, he is fantastic. So the Flyers have a chance to get him and then on draft day, the Flyers have a chance to move some of those veteran players, some of those pieces that maybe they weren't able to move during the deadline. Point in case, or case in point, or however you want to point the case, and over here and now around, the Flyers have a chance to move Travis Konecki. He has an excellent salary cap hit for any team. It's a value for anyone. He's able to move along. You're able to move Kevin Hayes, JVR obviously is not going to be part of this team dropping that big cat hip for the team so there is optimism there's a glimmer of hope and we will see where the flyers are at a week from now because honestly the flyers only 11 points out from the last place in the league so there's a chance a chance for the first overall pick we'll see so guys that's it for me with my glimmer of hope inside the melting pad on next level radio
1: there you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Path, The Next Level Network. There we go. We're good. Thank you, sir. You were there. If not, we heard the slap shot sound and then uh, that's it. Less work for me on the show. So that's all for today. My thanks to Here Now for the tune. HearNow.Bandcamp.com. Partial Permanent is their latest song. It's available now. You heard it already, but uh, go download it, go buy it, go stream it, go do the things that you do with your music and uh, and go have fun. Thank you, my friends, for that. Come on the show when the next one comes out. How about that? come on the show. No? Okay. Anyway, um, we're good, right? We are good. All right. Next week, I believe I am talking to uh, Peter Hunt and The Great Outdoors. His new, their new EP, his new EP, is out now. And so we'll talk all about that. And uh, that's, again, thanks to Double Identity, because they know him. So actually, my last two guests, I'll probably mention this next week too, but uh, my last two guests have been uh, through Double Identity in a way. So that's great good stuff there. So yeah, that's next week. Uh, The following week, I think we're having another guest. And then the week after that is WrestleMania. So hopefully Matt Shaw will join us for that. If not, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm not a psychic. I I can only hope what uh, what we can do on this show. So next week, Peter Hunt, The Great Outdoors. The following week, Thaddeus comes back to the show. All on his own to talk about his new music. I can't wait for that. That dude is great. I cannot wait for that conversation as well. And um, after that, Matt Shaw for WrestleMania. I hope. Hope, hope, hope. And then after that, you know, maybe in a month we'll get back to a regular show. Or uh, someone else will say, hey, I want to come on and talk about stuff. And that's fine, too. I'm everywhere at The Meltic Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and .com. I'm on Space A, too. I don't use it that much. But, uh Yeah. The MeltyPat.com is the best way to get in touch with me. Uh, leave me a voicemail. Yell at me, 209-867-7638, or uh, via SpeakPipe at the website there. Yell me your suggestions for things to make AI say and make and do. And, um, oh, yeah, if you're in retail, uh, is there a process to firing an employee who goes against the uh, the code of conduct, or can you just drop them right away? Let me know about that. All right? All right, we're good. We are good to go. Thanks for being here. Go have fun. Don't be stupid and uh, enjoy your day. All right. g 11 Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. philadelphonic.com for more from them. This has been an 8 Boiling production. We're good, right? Thank you so much. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's it, right? We're good. Yes, I love you. Thank you so much. Until next time, my friends. You've been Inside the melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Or keep on melting. I don't know which one.
3: Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. I'm sweaty outside. Some lemonade will be mixed up. A spice from the to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, a cross Got the bait on the front porch I got some ice If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no votes. Glass some ice and a dash of for me. It's not teeny. Feelin' gold And bring your own beverage It's made so it's cold Like it's rain, please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a very sweet, so it's cold, go. Go, girl, work the cold one, Go girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one Go, girl, work the cold one Go, girl, work the cold one Yeah, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear The bait's over there, the brew's right here Two six packs in a big bag of ice they Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice Back to the ball, so every reason, a collada Need a whole lot of them food drinks to got to meet up on so my style, I'm the cool aid kid my drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cool beverage yeah. I like cool beverage yeah. I like cool beverage yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty yeah. I like beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage yeah.